Hare Krishna, <clears throat> my dear devotees, welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books, right here in the live studios of the Haven, which is located in Hyde, Kent, Southeast England, just a stone's throw from the English Channel. And I'm here with Abhay Das Brahmachari, feeling the separation of the, of the Welsh Sankirtan devotees. It's so nice to have them with us. <clears throat> when, she, when Krishna left this world, the shelter went to the Srimad Bhagavatam. So, hearing this Srimad Bhagavatam every day, uh, as much as possible, uh, with like-minded devotees, with devotees who have a taste, who like to hear the Bhagavatam, um, is where Krishna is. There's a verse in the Bhagavatam that says, I'm not in the hearts of yogis, I'm not in the Brahma Jyoti, I'm not here in liberation in so many places, but I'm where my devotees <coughs> gather together and hear about my glories. <coughs> this is the Srimad Bhagavatam, the Bhagavat Purana. Amala Purana. So Srila Sanatana Goswami glorified the Bhagavatam very nicely in his Srimad Bhagavata Mahima Stotram. And it goes like this Sarva Shastrabdipi Yusha, Sarva Vetaika Satpala, <clears throat> Sarva Siddhanta Ratnaja, Sarva Lokaika Drikprada. O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures, singular fruit of all the Vedas, rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths. You are the only giver of sight to all the worlds. Sarva Bhagavata Prana, Srimad Bhagavata Prabho, Kali Dvanduritaditya, Sri Krishna Parivartita. O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees, O Master, Srimad Bhagavatam, you are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali. You are the exact image of Sri Krishna. Paramananda Pataya Prema Varshak Shadayate Sarvada Sarvasevyaya Sri Krishnaya Namostume. I bow down to you who are supremely blissful to read. You every syllable pours down a flood of Prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Sri Krishna Himself. Madekabando Matsangin Madguro Mad Mahadana Manistadagamad Bhagya Mad Anandana Mostute. My only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth, my savior, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy. I bow down to you. Asadu sadu tadayin atini chochuta kara anamun chagadachin mam premna rit kantayokspura. O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the most fallen, please never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. 
Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So, we've reached the 24th chapter of the 4th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam and we're just in the middle of hearing the song sung by Lord Shiva, the prayers by Lord Shiva to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And we're starting with text 41. <clears throat> My dear Lord, you are the viewer of the results of pious activities. You are inclination, disinclination, and their resultant activities. You are the cause of the miserable conditions of life caused by irreligion, and therefore you are death. I offer you my respectful obeisances. Purport The Supreme Personality of Godhead is situated in everyone's heart, and from Him issue a living entity's inclinations in disinclinations. This is confirmed in Bhagavad Gita 15.15 Sarvasya chaham ritisana vishto mataksmritir jnanam apohanam cha I am seated in everyone's heart and from me come remembrance, knowledge and forgetfulness. The Supreme Personality of Godhead causes the asuras to forget Him and the devotees to remember Him. One's disinclinations are due to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. According to Bhagavad Gita 16.7 Pravrittim cha nivrittim cha jana na vidur asuraha The asuras do not know which way one should be inclined to act and which way one should not be inclined to act. Although the asuras oppose devotional service, it is to be understood that they are inclined that way due to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Because the asuras do not like to engage in the Lord's devotional service, the Lord within gives them the intelligence to forget. Ordinary karmis desire promotion to Pitriloka as confirmed in Bhagavad Gita 9.25 Yanti Deva Vrta Devan Pitrin Yanti Priti Vrtaha. Those who worship the demigods will take birth among the demigods, and those who worship ancestors go to the ancestors. In this verse, the word Dukadaya is also very significant. For those who are non devotees are perpetually put into the cycle of birth and death. This is a very miserable condition because one's position in life is attained according to one's activities. The asuras or non-devotees are put into such miserable conditions. Text 42 My dear Lord, you are the topmost of all bestowers of all benedictions. The oldest and supreme enjoyer amongst all enjoyers. 
You are the master of all the worlds, metaphysical philosophy. You are the master of all the worlds, metaphysical philosophy. For you are the supreme cause of all causes, Lord Sri Krishna. You are the greatest of all religious principles, the supreme mind, and you have a brain which is never checked by any condition. Therefore, I repeatedly offer my obeisances unto you. Purport The words Krishnaya Akunta Medase are significant in this verse. Modern scientists have stopped their brain work by discovering the theory of uncertainty. But factually, for a living being, there cannot be any brain activity which is not checked by time and space limitations. A living entity is called Anu, an atomic particle of the Supreme Soul. Therefore, the, his brain is also atomic. It cannot accommodate unlimited knowledge. This does not mean, however, that the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna, has a limited brain. What Krishna says and does, and does is not limited by time and space. In Bhagavad Gita 7.26, the Lord says, Vidaham samati taitan Vidaham samati tani Vartamanani charjana Vivishani chabutani Mam tuveda nakaschana O Lord, as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, I know everything that has happened in the past, all that is happening in the present, and all things that are yet to come. I also know all living entities, but me, no one knows. Krishna knows everything, but one cannot know Krishna without being favored by Him. Thus, for Krishna and His representative, there is no question of a theory of uncertainty. What Krishna says is all perfect and certain. What Krishna says is all perfect and certain and is applicable to the past, present and future. Nor is there any uncertainty for one who knows exactly what Krishna says. The Krishna consciousness movement is based on Bhagavad Gita as it is, as, as spoken by Lord Krishna. And for those who are engaged in this movement, there is no question of uncertainty. Lord Krishna is also addressed herein as Ashisham Aisha. The great saintly personalities, sages and demigods, are able to offer benedictions to ordinary living entities, but they in turn are benedicted by the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Without being benedicted by Krishna, one cannot offer benediction to anyone else. The word manave, meaning unto the Supreme Manu, is also significant. The Supreme Manu in Vedic literature is Swayambhuva Manu, who is an incarnation of Krishna. All the Manus are empowered incarnations of Krishna, Manvantara Avatar. There are 14 Manus 
in one day of Brahma, 420 in one month, 5,040 in one year, and 504,000 Manus in the in lifetime of Brahma. Since all the Manus are directors of human society, ultimately Krishna is the supreme director of human society. In another sense, the word manave indicates the perfection of all kinds of mantras. The mantra delivers the conditioned soul from his bondage. So simply by chanting the, the mantra, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, one can gain deliverance from any condition. Karanatmane, everything has a cause. The theory of chance is repudiated in this verse. Because everything has a, its cause, there is no question of chance. Because so-called philosophers and scientists are unable to find the real cause, they foolishly say that everything happens by chance. In Brahma Sangita, Krishna is described as the cause of all causes. Therefore, he is addressed herein as Karanatmane. His very personality is the original cause of everything, the root of everything, and the seed of everything. As described in the Vedanta Sutra, 112, Janmad yasya yataha Bhagavatam 111 The Absolute Truth is the Supreme Cause of all emanations. The word Sankhya Yogeshwaraya is also significant herein. For Krishna is described in Bhagavad Gita as Yogeshwar, the master of all mystic powers. Without possessive Without possessing inconceivable mystic powers, one cannot be accepted as God. In this age of Kali, those who have a little fragmental portion of mystic power claim to be God, but such pseudo-gods can only be accepted as fools, for only Krishna is the supreme person, person who possesses all mystic and yogic perfections. The Sankhya Yoga system, popular at the present moment, was propounded by the atheist Kapila. But the original Sankhya Yoga system was propounded by an incarnation of Krishna, also named Kapila, the son of Devahuti. Similarly, Dattatreya, another incarnation of Krishna, also explained the Sankhya Yoga system. Thus, Krishna is the origin of all Sankhya Yoga systems and mystic yoga powers. The words Purushaya Puranaya are also worthy of special attention. In Brahma Sangita, Krishna is accepted as the Adi Purusha, the original person or the original enjoyer. In Bhagavad Gita, Lord Krishna is also accepted as Purana Purusha, the oldest person. Although he is the oldest of all personalities, he is also the youngest of all, or Navayovana. Another significant word 
is dharmaya. Since Krishna is the original propounder of all kinds of religious principles, it is said, dharmam tu sakshad bhagavat pranitam. Bhagavatam 6, 3.19 No one can introduce a new type of religion, for religion is already there, having been established by Lord Krishna. In Bhagavad Gita, Krishna informs us of the original Dharma and asks us to give up all kinds of religious principles. The real Dharma is surrender unto Him. In the Mahabharata, it is also said, Ye chaveda vido vipra, ye chadyatma vido janaha, te vadhanti mahatmanam, krishnam dharmam sanatanam. Hmm. The purport is that one who has studied the Vedas perfectly, who is a perfect vipra, or knower of the Vedas, who knows what spiritual life actually is, speaks about Krishna, the Supreme Person, as one's Sanatana Dharma. Lord Shiva therefore teaches us the principles of Sanatana Dharma. Text 43 My dear Lord, you are the supreme controller of the worker, sense activities, and results of sense activities, karma. Therefore, you are the controller of the body, mind, and senses. You are also the supreme controller of egotism, known as Rudra. You are the source of knowledge and the activities of the Vedic injunctions. Purport Everyone acts under the dictation of the ego. Therefore, Lord Shiva is trying to purify false egotism through the mercy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Since Lord Shiva, or Rudra, is himself the controller of egotism, he indirectly wants to be purified by the mercy of the Lord so that his real egotism can be awakened. Of course, Lord Rudra is always spiritually awake, but for our, but for our benefit, he is praying in this way. For the impersonalist, pure egotism is ahang brahmasmi. I am not this body. I am spirit soul. But in its actual position, the, spiritual, the spirit soul has devotional activities to perform. Therefore, Lord Shiva prays to be engaged both in mind and in action in the devotional service of the Lord according to the direction of the Vedas. This is the process for purifying false egotism. Chetak means knowledge. Without perfect knowledge, one cannot act perfectly. The real source of knowledge is the vacha, or sound vibration, given by, given by Vedic instructions. Here the word vacha, or vibration, means the Vedic vibration. The origin of creation is sound vibration, and if the sound vibration is clear and purified, perfect knowledge and perfect activities actually become manifest. This is enacted by the chanting of the Mahamantra, 
Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Thus Lord Shiva is praying again and again for the purification of body, mind and activities through the purification of knowledge and action under the pure directions of the Vedas. Lord Shiva prays to the Supreme Personality of Godhead so that his mind, senses and words will all turn toward devotional activities only. Text 44 <clears throat> My dear Lord, I wish to see you exactly in the form that your very dear devotees worship. You have many other forms, but I wish to see your form that is especially liked by the devotees. Please be merciful upon me and show me that form, for only that form worshipped by the devotees can perfectly satisfy all the demands of the senses. Purport In the Shruti, or Veda Mantra, it is said that the Supreme Absolute Truth is Sarva Kama, Sarva Ganda, Sarva Rasaha. Or in other words, He is known as Raso Vai Sa, the source of all re relishable relationships, Rasas. We have various senses, the powers of seeing, tasting, smelling, touching, and so on. And all the propensities of our senses can be satisfied when the senses are engaged in the service of the Lord. Rishikena, Rishikesha, Sevanam, Bhaktir, Uchade. Bhakti means engaging all the senses in the service of the master of the senses, Rishikesha. Narada Pancharatra. These material senses, however, cannot be engaged in the service of the Lord. Therefore, one has to become free from all designations. Sarvopadi, vinir muktam, tatpadatmena, nirmalam. One has to become free from all designations or false egotism and thus become purified. When we engage our senses in the service of the Lord, the desires or the inclinations of the senses can be perfectly fulfilled. Lord Shiva therefore wants to see the Lord in the form which is inconceivable to the Bauda philosophers or the Buddhists. The impersonalists and the voidists also have to see the form of the Absolute. In Buddhist temples, there are forms of Lord Buddha in meditation, but these are not worshipped like the forms of the Lord in Vaishnava temples, forms like Radha Krishna, Sita Ram, or Lakshma, Lakshmi Narayan. Amongst the different sampradayas, Vaishnava sects, either Radha Krishna or Lakshmi Narayana is worshipped. Lord Shiva wants to see that form perfectly, just as the devotees want to see it. The words Rupang Priyatamam, Swanam, are specifically mentioned here. 
indicating that Lord Shiva wants to see that form which is very dear to the devotees. The word Swanam is especially significant because only the devotees are very, very dear to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The jnanis, yogis and karmis are not particularly dear for the karmis simply want to see the Supreme Personality of Godhead as their order supplier. The jnanis want to see him to become one with him and the yogis want to see him partially represented within their heart as Paramatma. But the bhaktas or the devotees want to see him in his complete perfection. As stated in Brahma Sangita 5.30 Benum konantam aravinda dalayataksham barhavatang asitam buddhasundarangam kandarpakoti kamaniya visheshashobam govindam adipurusham tamaham prajami I worship Govinda the primeval Lord, who is adept at playing on his flute, whose eyes are blooming like lotus petals, whose head is bedecked with peacock feathers, whose beauty is tinged with the hue of blue clouds, and whose unique loveliness charms millions of cupids. Thus Lord Shiva's desire is to see the Supreme Personality of Godhead as he is described in this way. That is, he wants to see him as he appears to the Bhagavatas, the devotees. The conclusion is that Lord Shiva wants to see him in complete perfection and not in the impersonalist or voidist way. Although the Lord is one in his various forms, Advaita, Machutta, Manadim, still his form as the young enjoyer of the gopis and companion of the cowherd boys Kaishora Murti is the most perfect form. Kaishora Murti. Thus Vaishnavas accept the form of the Lord in his Vrindavan pastimes as the chief form. Hmm. Text 45 and 46. Translation The Lord's beauty resembles a dark cloud during the rainy season. As the rainfall glistens, His bodily features also glisten. Indeed, He is the sum total of all beauty. The Lord has four arms and an exquisitely beautiful face with eyes like lotus petals, a beautiful highly raised nose, a mind-attracting smile, a beautiful forehead, and equally beautiful and fully decorated ears. PURPORT After the scorching heat of the summer season, it is very pleasing to see dark clouds in the sky. As confirmed in Brahma Sangita, Varhavatangsang asitam buddhasundarangam the Lord wears a peacock feather in his hair and his bodily complexion is just like a blackish cloud. 
The word Sundara or Snigna means very pleasing. Kandarpakoti Kamaniya. Krishna's beauty is so pleasing that not even millions upon millions of cupids can compare to it. The Lord's form as Vishnu is decorated in all opulence. Therefore, Lord Shiva is trying to see that most opulent form of Narayana or Vishnu. Generally, the worship of the Lord begins with the worship of Narayana or Vishnu, whereas the worship of Lord Krishna and Radha is most confidential. Lord Narayana is worshipable by the Pancharatrika Vidhi or regulated principles, whereas Lord Krishna is worshipable by the Bhagavat Vidhi. No one can worship the Lord in the Bhagavat Vidhi without going through the regulations of the Pancharatrika Vidhi. Actually, neophyte devotees worship the Lord according to the Pancharatrika Vidhi or the regulated principles enjoined in the Narada Pancharatra. Radha Krishna cannot be approached by the neophyte devotees. Therefore, temple worship according to regulated principles is offered to Lakshmi Narayana. Although there may be a Radha Krishna Vigraha or form, the worship of the neophyte devotees is acceptable as Lakshmi Narayana worship. Worship according to the Pancharatrika Vidhi is called Vidhimarg and worship according to the Bhagavat Vidhi principles is called Ragamarg. The principles of Ragamarg are especially meant for devotees who are elevated to the Vrindavan platform. The inhabitants of Vrindavan, the gopis, Madhya Shoda, Nanda Maharaj, the cowherd boys, the cows, and everyone else are actually on the Ragamarg or Bhagavat Marg platform. They participate in five basic rasas Dasya, Sakya, Vatsalya and Madhurya and Shanta. But although these five rasas are found in the Bhagavat Marg, the Bhagavat Marg is especially meant for Vatsalya and Madhurya <coughs> or parental and conjugal relationships. Yet there is the Vishram, Vishramba Sakya, the higher fraternal worship of the Lord, especially enjoyed by the cowherd boys. Although there is friendship between Krishna and the cowherd boys, this friendship is different from the Aishwarya friendship <coughs> between Krishna and Arjuna. When Arjuna saw the Vishwarupa, <coughs> the gigantic universal form of the Lord, he was afraid for having treated Krishna as an ordinary friend. Therefore, he begged Krishna's pardon. However, the cowherd boys who were friends of Krishna in Vrindavan sometimes ride on the shoulders of Krishna. They treat Krishna equally, just as they treat one another. And they are never afraid of him, nor do they ever beg his pardon. Thus the Ragamarg or Bhagavad Marg friendship exists on a higher platform with Krishna, namely the platform of Vishramba 
friendship. Parental friendship, parental service, and conjugal service are visible in the Vrindavan Ragamarga relationships. Excuse, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> Without serving Krishna according to the Vidhi Marg regulative principles of the Pancharatrika Vidhi, unscrupulous persons want to jump immediately to the Ragamarga principles. Such persons are called Sahajya. They are also there are also demons who enjoy depicting Krishna in his pastimes with the gopis, taking taking advantage of Krishna by their licentious character. These demons who print books and write lyrics on the Ragamarga principles are surely on the way to hell. Unfortunately, they lead others down with them. Devotees in Krishna consciousness should be very careful to avoid such demons. One should strictly follow the Vidimarg regulated principles in the worship of Lakshmi Narayana, although the Lord is present in the temple as Radha Krishna. Radha Krishna includes Lakshmi Narayana. Therefore, when one worships the Lord according to the regulated principles, the Lord accepts the service in the role of Lakshmi Narayana. In the nectar of devotion, full instructions are given about the Vidhi Marg worship of Radha Krishna or Lakshmi Narayana. Although there are 64 kinds of offenses one can commit in Vidhi Marg worship, in Rag Marg worship there are no consideration of such offenses because the devotees on that platform are very much elevated and there is no question of offense. But if we do not follow the regulated principles on the Vidimarg platform and keep our eyes trained to spot offenses, we will not make progress. In his description of Krishna's beauty, in his description of Krishna's beauty, Lord Shiva uses the words Charvayata Chaturbahu Sujata Ruchinananam Charvayatas Chatur Bahu Sujata Ruchirananam indicating the beautiful forearmed form of Narayana or Vishnu. Those who worship Lord Krishna describe him as Sujata Ruchirananam. In the Vishnu Tattva, there were hundreds and thousands and millions of forms of the Supreme Lord. But all of these forms, but of all of these forms, the form of Krishna is the most beautiful. Thus, for those who worship Krishna, the word Sujata Ruchirananam is used. The four arms of Lord Vishnu have different purposes. The hands holding a lotus flower and conch shell are meant for the devotees, whereas the other two hands holding a disc and mace or club are meant for the demons. Actually, all of the Lord's arms are auspicious 
whether they are holding conch shells and flowers or clubs and discs. The demons killed by Lord Vishnu's chakra, disc and club are elevated to the spiritual world, just like the devotees who are protected by the hands holding the lotus flower and conch shell. However, the demons who are elevated to the spiritual world are situated in the impersonal Brahman effulgence, whereas the devotees are allowed to enter into the Vaikuntha planets. Those who are devotees of Lord Krishna are immediately elevated to the Goloka Vrindavan planet. The Lord's beauty is compared to rainfall because when the rain falls in the rainy season, it becomes more and more pleasing to the people. After the scorching heat of the summer season, the people enjoy the rainy season very much. Indeed, they even come out of their doors in the villages and enjoy the rainfall directly. Thus, the Lord's bodily features are compared to the clouds of the rainy season. The devotees enjoy the Lord's beauty because it is a collection of all kinds of beauties and therefore the word sarva sondarya sangraham is used. No one can say that the body of the Lord is wanting in beautiful parts. It is completely purnam. Everything is complete. God's creation, God's beauty and God's bodily features all these are so complete that, one's, that all one's desires can be fully satisfied when one sees the beauty of the Lord. The word sarva-saundarya indicates that there are different types of beauties in the material and spiritual worlds and that the Lord contains all of them. Both materialists and spiritualists can enjoy the beauty of the Lord. Because the Supreme Lord attracts everyone, including demons and devotees, materialists and spiritualists, he is called Krishna. Similarly, his devotees also attract everyone. As mentioned in the Satgoswami Stotra, Dira Dira Jana Priyo. The Goswamis are equally dear to the Dira devotees and Adira demons. Lord Krishna was not very pleasing to the demons when he was present in Vrindavan, but the six Goswamis were pleasing to the demons when they were present in Vrindavan. That is the beauty of the Lord's dealings with his devotees. Sometimes the Lord gives more credit to his devotees than he takes for himself. For example, on the battlefield of Kurukshetra, Lord Krishna fought simply by giving directions. Yet it was Arjuna who took the credit for fighting. Nimitta matra bhavya sachin. You, O Savya Sachi, Arjuna, can be but an instrument in the fight. Bhagavad Gita 11.33 Everything was arranged by the Lord, but the credit of victory was given to Arjuna. Similarly, in the Krishna consciousness movement, everything is happening according to the predictions of Lord Chaitanya, but the credit 
goes to Lord Chaitanya's sincere servants. Thus the Lord is described herein as Sarva Saundarya Sangraham. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. What a purport. That brings us to 749 already. Amazing. So we'll stop our readings tonight here and begin tomorrow with text 47 and 48. And in the meantime, we will wait patiently for the reflections and discussions of the assembled devotees. Hare Krishna. This is from Rati and Jai. Yes, Rati. Jai Guru Maharaj. Back into the haven of saintly association. Hare Krishna. Thank you very much for that compliment. This is from Kalachandas. Kalachandas. Hare Krishna. It looks like it's written in Bengali, but I'm guessing it's Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, yeah. <laughs> Hare Krishna. Bhaktivinoda Thakur said that there's nothing in the 14 worlds except for the Hare Krishna Mahamantra. He's comparing the Mahamantra to everything, to being above everything in the 14 worlds. Or, another way of looking at it is that everything in the 14 worlds are contained in the holy name of the Lord. And then some. This is from Ananda Murti. Yes, Anandamurti. Dear Guru Maharaj and all assembled devotees, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Thank you so much for your today's reading of Sri the Prabhupada's books. Mm. And thank you for hearing so nicely. Shiva's glorification of Krishna. Pretty amazing. How Lord Krishna is the most beautiful, the most everything, the source of everything, source of all beauty, source of all wisdom, source of all strength, power, 
source of all fame, source of all wealth. And he comes to the earth and acts just like an ordinary person. Of course, sometimes he acts like God himself, Krishna himself, and does things that no one else can do. But in general, he acts like a human being. No wonder, it's so, no wonder that it's so difficult to understand. Hare Krishna. Yes, Rati. Dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances, all glories to Srila Prabhupada. Tonight's reading was quite amazing. So many attractive descriptions of Lord Krishna's and Lord Narayana's beauty. Mm. It is very satisfying to hear and gives hope to my heart mm. that one day I will be able to behold wonderful Lord Krishna. Yes. And as I said before, Bhaktivinoda Thakur says that there's nothing in the 14 worlds except the holy name of Krishna. So when we're chanting Hare Krishna, and that's why you're so happy, by the way, Rati, when you're leading the kirtan in public, <coughs> especially in public, uh, because that's non-different from seeing Krishna, from tasting Krishna, his beauty and his wonders and wonder, wonderful qualities activities this is from Koldadvipati hey Koldadvipati Haribo Hare Krishna Maharaj please accept my humble obeisances all glories to Srila Prabhupada mm. Tonight I heard of such beautiful descriptions of the Lord. Mm. Quote, the Lord's beauty resembles a dark cloud during the rainy season. Mm. As the rainfall glistens, his bodily features also glisten. Mm. Indeed, he is the sum total of all beauty. Mm. The Lord has four arms and an exquisitely beautiful face with eyes like lotus petals, a beautiful highly raised nose, a mind-attracting smile, a beautiful forehead, and equally beautiful and fully decorated ears. Mm. Very nice that you could uh, repeat that so we can relish the sound, just the sound from the pure devotee of Krishna's form and beauty is delicious isn't it? It's a feast for the ears. Festival for the ears. Hare Krishna, Hare. This is more from Rati Manjari. Yes, Rati. Thank you for carrying this transcendental sound into the ether and attracting my restless mind to the descriptions of, of our wonderful Lord. Thank you for <coughs> being such a nice hearer. Hare Krishna. 
This is from Subaral. Yes, Subaral. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances and all glories to Srila Prabhupada. Thank you for your daily readings. 424.45 purport, Prabhupada delineates the difference between Vidimarg and Raghamar. Mm. Quote, Worship according to the Pancharatrika Vidhi is called Vidimarg, and worship according to the Bhagavad Vidhi principles is called Raghamarg. The principles of Raghamarg are especially meant for devotees who are elevated to the Vrindavan platform. The inhabitants of Vrindavan, the gopis, Mother Yashoda, Nanda Maharaj, the cowherd boys, the cows, and everyone else, are actually on the platform, are actually on the Raghamarg or Bhagavatmarg platform. Mm. They participate in five basic rasas, Dasya, Sakya, Vatsalya, Madhurya, and Shanta. But although these five rasas are found in the Bhagavat Mark, the Bhagavat Mark is especially meant for Vatsalya and Madhurya, mm. or parental and conjugal relationships. Mm. His question, What is the difference between Rupanuga Bhakti and Raganuga Bhakti, and how are they related to the Vidhi and Ragamarg? There is no difference between Rupanuga Bhakti and Raganuga Bhakti. Sometimes the term Raganuga Bhakti is uh, specifically in context, in certain context, it's simply, it's especially meant to mean a person who is following in the footsteps of the uh, devotees who are on the Raghmarg. Raganuga Bhakti is uh, a part of uh, devotional service and practice or uh, yeah is a part of sadhana bhakti uh, but rupa, rupa nuga bhakti is the same because we are followers of rupa goswami and he delineates in his uh, bhakti rasamrita sindhu uh, that there are three divisions of devotional service the sadhana bhakti the bhava bhakti and the prema bhakti so all three of these are bhakti that's why they're called sadhana bhakti uh, bhava bhakti and prema bhakti they're, they're the same thing but they're only less or more ripe. So in sadhana bhakti, there's a division. Within sadhana bhakti, or devotional service in practice, there are two divisions. Vidhi, Vaidhi bhakti, and Raganuga bhakti. And the, the difference is, at, the, at least in the beginning of Raganuga bhakti, the difference is that one feels like doing the activities. Prabhupada uses the example in the Nectar of Devotion that in Vaidhi Bhakti we get up in early in the morning and we do devotional service. Uh, having Mangalartik in front of the deities, saying prayers, chanting our rounds, or addressing the deities if we're pujaris. But in, in, the, in the beginning of Raganuga Bhakti or the beginning of, of the 
um, of of Raga Bhakti, we feel like doing it. We get up thinking of doing it. We want to do it. We get up because we want to do it. And in that way it flows spontaneously to the point where we uh, are attracted to the uh, activities and pastimes of the devotees in Vrindavan who have ragmarg, who have the complete uh, attachment to Krishna, spontaneous attachment and spontaneous love for Krishna. So like that, devotional service is a process and therefore it says in the purport, one of the purports we read, that you can't go to Ragmarg. Ragmarg means the devotees in Vrindavan who are with Krishna, who are associates of Krishna. They are completely in the Ragmarg. Raganuga is the persons who are practicing to follow in the footsteps, to follow the ways of the residents of Vrindavan. That comes naturally when we hear the Srimad Bhagavatam, Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavatam, and Chaitanya Charitamrita, and Bhakti Rasamriya Sindhu, over and over and over again, sincerely, honestly. Our hearts are purified by that, by chanting the holy name of the Lord without offense. And gradually, that love for Krishna, which is the Ragmar, the Krishna Prema, Nitya Siddhik Krishna Prema Sabakabunoi, uh, is stated to be eternally situated in the hearts of all living beings. So it's not something that awakens or, or rather is forced into the system from outside. It's already there. It just has to be awakened by associating with the proper sound the sound of Krishna's form, the sound of Krishna's name, the sound of Krishna's qualities, the sound of Krishna's activities, the activities of his pure devotees with the Lord and with each other. Hare Krishna. And when that's all you want, then you actually enter into Raganuga Bhakti follow in the footsteps of the Vrajbhasis and eventually uh, become an eternal associate of Krishna in Goloka Vrindavan. Hare Krishna. This is from Bhakti Rupa. Yes, Bhakti Rupa. Hare Krishna, thank you for reading, Maharaj. Obeisances to all of the sages. My ears are switched off this evening, sadly. But I heard that when we engage our senses in the service of the Lord, our sensory desires become fulfilled perfectly. Yes. And then in parentheses he's written, The only reason I heard heard that is because Kaudri Pati Prabhu grunted in appreciation. <laughs> Lucky to be around Vaishnavas. Yes, that's it. Stay in the company of Vaishnavas. Live in the company of Vaishnavas. Dance in the company of Vaishnavas. Honor Prashadam in the company of Vaishnavas. Sing in the company of Vaishnavas. Serve in the company of Vaishnavas. 
and we are safe. Maya cannot touch us. This is from Bhakti Peter. Yes, Bhakti Peter. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Tonight I especially loved hearing texts 45 and 46. Ah. Quote, as the rainfall glistens, his bodily features also glisten. Mm. Unquote. Such beautiful poetry. I had a question to do with the purport of text 44. Hmm. Material senses, however, cannot be engaged in the service of the Lord. Therefore, one has to become free from all designations. Unquote. I was under the impression that we need to engage our material senses in service to dovetail them. Have I missed something in the purport? Well, that means that as long as you are thinking that you are the body, means that you thinking you're a young man or a young woman or an American or a Welsh or an Indian or an Englishman or a Scotsman as long as we're identifying ourselves with that uh, identity then we are still on the bodily platform and we can't actually perceive Krishna or purely serve him but when we're thinking that we're a servant of Krishna while we're doing our service, then we rise above that designation. The, that's what the egotism that Shiva was talking about. The real ego is a false ego and is a real ego. So when we're still under false ego, we dovetail what we do and offer to Krishna. But when, when, our real, when we're in our real ego, and a servant for Krishna, we serve naturally because we are servants of Krishna for his pleasure and for no other reason. That's the difference between dovetailing and serving purely in Krishna consciousness with the senses, the pure senses, purified senses. So the purpose of the sadhana bhakti is to purify our senses, the purpose of the rules and regulations and following in the, 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 the instructions of Shastra and Guru and Sadhus, our previous Acharyas, uh, is to purify our senses so that we can actually taste what we're doing. When we can perceive Krishna's presence during the day while we're performing our service. And in the meantime, we have to faithfully follow the rules and regulations and continue to dovetail our uh, senses for the satisfaction of the senses, for the master of the senses. Because we're told we have to do it. That's the process of purifying the senses and becoming free from the false ego, which means the bodily concept of life. Hare Krishna. Is this from Goranga Gopal? Yes, Goranga Gopal. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. 
Thank you so much to you and the Bai Prabhu for welcome, welcoming us in your little ashram in the last few days. We left each evening totally blissed out from your sweet and loving association. <laughs> in tonight's reading, what stood out was part of the last purport you read. Quote, Everything is complete. God's creation, God's beauty, and God's bodily features. All these are so complete that all one's desires can become fully satisfied when one sees the beauty of the Lord. Mm. I wish I could experience Krishna's beauty in that way. So far I feel similar attraction to material beauty. The intensity of such attraction is so strong, but if it was redirected properly, then we would feel fully satisfied. Yes, therefore when you see the beauty of the sunrise or the sunset, you think, it's Krishna, it's Krishna. He says, Sashi Shuryayo, I am the light of the sun and the moon. We drink water, so satisfying. Nothing else satisfies like water when we're thirsty. Taste of that water is Krishna. So this is the way we purify our senses, by remembering uh, Krishna in these forms. Hare Krishna. And this is from Rati Manjari. Yes, Rati. Today we held another blissful Harinam. Oh, good. In Hugavin, a peaceful town in the east of Holland. Around 15 dapper devotees assembled together and chanted and danced <laughs> through the main street. Dapper devotees. The Harinam coincided with the arrival of Santa Claus in the town. Mm. We call it Saint Nick. Saint Nicholas. The people and the many little children which had assembled to welcome Santa Claus all benefited from hearing the holy names of Krishna, mm. got peanuts, raisins and mantra cards and some, and some took books. It was an amazing experience and very joyous to be with the devotees the whole day. Hare Krishna. All glories to Sri Sri Gauranitai. All glories to the Sankirtan movement of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. All glories to Srila Prabhupada's International Society for Krishna Consciousness. so wonderful. When we go out and chant in public, when we're reading the Bhagavatam like this, and out in the ether, it's a public forum. Uh, every, there's, there's no problems. The problems just go away immediately. We should do this 24-7. <laughs> we know when will that day be ours. Hare Krishna. She said, St. Nicholas, yes. <laughs> And this is from Daityari Hari. Yes, Daityari Hari. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. Yeah, all glories to Srila Prabhupada. It was a privilege to get to go and visit you again. Hmm. Thanks for being such an encouraging well-wisher to us all. Hare Krishna. There was an interesting point we heard in one of the purports. That Lord so was praying again and again for the purification 
that Lord Shiva was praying again and again for purification of all his activities through the purification of knowledge and the direction of the Vedas. Yes. He prays that all the activities of his mind, senses and words will all turn toward devotional activities only. It seems like we need to constantly pray to be engaged on in devotional service in order to stay engaged. It's probably an obvious answer to my question. But how can we remain steady in our enthusiasm to stay sincere and strong in our prayers to stay fully engaged, especially in the face of opposing elements? Well, what else are you going to do? Have you got a better idea? If you haven't got a better idea, then just do it. And by doing it, you will become purified to the point where you'd like to do it, where you want to do it. The, the process is the means to achieve the end and the end at the same time. That's pure devotional service. Like I said before, you know, the mangoes on the, on the tree, one is ripe and red and juicy, the other one is green and bitter. But it's still a mango. Bhakti is bhakti. Just a matter of practice and, be, and to be sincere and honest. Pray to be sincere and honest and not be deceitful or deceptive or not uh, pretense to do things with pretense, with another motive involved. Give up our material motives and just do it because to please our spiritual master and Krishna and then gradually we will become able to taste the reality of these activities and become sweet like a ripe mango Hare Krishna This is from Kaladvipati Haribo Kaladvipati Also I liked when Prabhupada explained in the purport to text 44 when we engage our senses in the service of the Lord, the desires or the inclinations of the senses can be perfectly fulfilled. Yes. Also appreciated Prabhupada emphasizing how devotees have no uncertainty. Yes, that's a very good point. I, pay, I, I remember that one too. Quote, Krishna knows everything, but one cannot know Krishna without being favored by him. Mm. Thus, for Krishna and his representative, there is no question of a theory of uncertainty. Theory of uncertainty, yes. Serendipity. Hare Krishna. This is from Bhakti Peter. Yes, Bhakti Peter. Yes, thank you again for allowing us to attend you and your daily readings twice whilst we stayed in Hyde. I am fortunate beyond comprehension to be able to hear such transcendental poetry amongst such incredible souls. I pray I can remain grateful and conscious of this fortune for which I am most definitely undeserving. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. That is your qualification. The mercy of Lord Chaitanya flows naturally down to those who feel 
the most unqualified. In other words, Krishna has removed all of our uh, excuses. Even being the most fallen is no excuse because Lord Chaitanya's mercy flows to the most fallen. Just stay in the stay in the sunshine of Krishna's mercy. Don't, you know, say, stay in a cave. Stay in the shining light of Krishna's association. Stay in the association of the devotees. Hare Krishna. This is from Goranga Gopal. Yes, Goranga Gopal. Also liked the point made about how all, all the Krishna consciousness movement is all happening by Lord Chaitanya's desire. Yes. But he is giving all credit to his sincere servants. Yes. Such servants are themselves sending back the credits to their Lord, their spiritual master, and so on. Such sweet relationship between the Lord and his devotees. In the material world we are seeking for all the attention and we try to keep all credit of our actions to ourselves. Such a sad attempt to ignore this transcendental dynamic, which leaves us totally useless and as good as dead. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, meaning Krishna consciousness means life. And sense gratification means decorating a dead body. No difference. Hare Krishna. This is from Dalmitai. Yes, Dalmitai. Dear Srila Guru Maharaj, please accept my obeisance. Thank you for tonight's reading. Hare Krishna. Tonight's texts and the purports are what I believe Srila Prabhupada meant when he mentioned about boiling the milk, mm. resulting in this thick, creamy, densely sweet nectar of Srila Prabhupada, intensely working his way through our wilderness of misconceptions. Mm and establishing and re-establishing Bhagavan Sri Krishna in his rightful unique position. Not so lightly to my not so light to my reeling mind to actually relish, yet by your mercy, appreciation and acceptance slowly grows. In one of today's purports I counted twenty seven times Krishna. Yeah. Your servant, Dharanitai. Hare Krishna. That's a very wonderful reflection and thank you for sharing it with us. <clears throat> and I thank all of you for your lovely reflections and your appreciation and all and to Srila Prabhupada for giving us this nectar. Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Samabeda Bhakta Vrinda ki jai. Gaur Premanandi Hari Hari Bo. See you tomorrow night, same time, same place, same topic, as Lord Shiva continues to sing this wonderful song to Krishna and share it with us. Hare Krishna. See you tomorrow. <laughs>